to the Mental Matters Podcast. Oh, yeah, come on! <laughs> Rich has been up here fooling before we press the record button. <laughs> it's too late, man. <laughs> it's too late. Yeah, he's been having a lot of fun with his uh, Chip Schmidt voice. Chip Schmidt. <laughs> he created his character. Now he can't. Did I create the it. character? I think you did create the character. Did I? You yeah, sure? I think so. Who's Chip Schmidt? Come on. I ain't gonna say who Chip Schmidt oh, <laughs> Did I create him or did you? I think he already existed and then you just channeled There's oh. <laughs> a Chip Schmidt out there in Metro Detroit somewhere. That's my 6F alter ego. <laughs> Chip Schmidt. Well, welcome to the Mental Matters Podcast. We're here. We're recording for you guys, serving the community once again. We here. So... I didn't want to do it. Just want to get into, you know, what we've been doing. The last Man, I haven't weeks. seen you in forever. You want to just get straight to business. Yeah, straight to business. I was going to get to how we call it, like our barbershop talk. That's what I was going to get into. Boom. I mean, it's a lot been of, so long. It's been like two weeks. I know. Yeah. Ever since the jerk chicken. Yeah, the jerk chicken. And the good times. Yeah. Of like the beginning of the finals. Yeah. Which was not that long ago. It wasn't. It was two weeks ago. That happened real fast. That happened way too fast it wasn't supposed to go i at least said let's have a seven game series Mm -hmm. i couldn't even get five games i thought it was gonna go six i thought i was gonna at least see a game on june 11th yeah i was in front of my tv last night like hmm guess i'm gonna go watch nothing on tv (laughs) thank you lebron go get some rick and morty reruns or something you know (laughs) Feels good. <laughs> we discussed this. I just actually saw an episode of Rick and Morty not too long ago. It was within the last week, so. Did it change your world, Drew? Yeah, I enjoyed it, but it's like, I can't even remember what the episode was about. Yeah, I just know that I, I was just there smiling at the TV, like, this is enjoyable. This is golden. So I got to go back and find out what episode that was and watch all the other ones so That's I could be a part of the community. Almost how I feel about Bob's Burgers. Okay. I was watching the one earlier with, uh, what happened? Oh, it was supposed to be Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And so the mom said, you can't say no to mom day. Like, basically, you can't say no to mom day. Okay. And so they went to this island nearby where all the rich people live. Mm-hmm. And they were just going to open houses, eating all the food, <laughs> which is something I would do, actually. Yeah. And, I'll be scared, uh, but yeah. That's fine. But um, <laughs> they got to the one house, and they told them, don't go to the third floor. So Tina gets to the third floor. She goes, oh, hell nah. <laughs> I cackled from the bottom of my soul. Because it was so funny. She goes, oh, hell nah. Is that the, the, the um, daughter that they made the meme of? Or it looks like she's trying so, to So two. Yeah, that's Tina. <laughs> that is Tina. She's awesome. I love Tina. Yeah. Tina's the alter ego <laughs> yeah. of my wife. I'm going to have to start watching it. Though. You need to watch this. I know it's on Netflix. I always just go past it to a movie, but nah, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it's definitely on Hulu, too, though. Okay. Check out your Hulu tonight. All right. Uh, probably by the time you get home, you're going to sleep tonight. Yeah, I'll check it out tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> cool. So what you been up to, man? Uh, just enjoying life. I've Over the last two weeks... I've uh, actually planted the flowers that oh, I always talk about. So we got some pink petunias. house on the block. Trying to, yeah. Trying so, to. Yeah. Uh, we're cutting grass. My dad, he came through and cut the hedges for us. Cause... Jarrell is a cereal grass cutter. <laughs> I'm trying to. You know, one of those people 
His uh his lawnmower got like twenty two inch rims. No, that's not that bad. <laughs> he got a uh, Beats uh speaker on the back. I've been using my pops lawnmower, so oh never mind. He's been helping me with everything. Yeah, I ain't got the spinners on there. I've, I've been learning from him. Yeah, he got that the uh Craftsman lawnmower. So he got that old school. Like boy, back in my day, we had yeah. this right here. Yeah, no bag. Basically, yeah, don't have no bag. <laughs> So you got all that grass on your grass. Yeah, I always have Which to. Which the purpose? I have to rake it up like God. He said, rake you know, all that. yeah. So oh. I've been, uh, so yeah, I've been doing like the lawn care flower thing, and and then like when like Richie came over uh, on the Saturday before Memorial Day, because we had to cook out that day, and my God, we, we saved him some jerk chicken. All my family, you know, the they Mitchell's were trying to get devour it. it. In, bro. <laughs> they get it in. I'm glad you think so. And I brought water. Yeah, it was some good water. That was, some good water. That was the best water I ever had. The best water? Yeah, it was the I best gotta water. kid you some more water, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> water you've been drinking. I just drink water out the faucet, but that was the best water I had. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, put it in the fridge a while, man. Okay. Hopefully, it comes in a bottle. Yeah. With coconut flavor. No, okay. Yeah. It's cool. So that was the first time I had that type of water. Really? That water, water. Yeah. That first one? Yeah. All right. Well, so I was gonna give you a drink. Though. I appreciate it. You deserve. I appreciate it. Yeah. Other than that, it's been uh, what's been going on in June? I mean, say the Warriors are gonna win it. Man. So that was that was. Dope. Before we even go there. Okay. And it's been some hilariousness, and I'm gonna hold off. Mm-hmm. So my week was cool. Okay. Like the last two and a half weeks. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, what I got to do? I went to like several graduations. Okay. Went to my little cousin's graduation, Romani, so shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Class of 2018. 2018, he's off to college. Millennial, the millennial babies are grown. I am old. It's crazy. This dude was, oh my God. Yeah. He was literally born in 2000, I think, too. Mm-hmm. What I was doing in 2000? Probably playing PlayStation Nintendo 64. Nah, I couldn't afford that back then. Okay. I had an N64 back then. Mm-hmm. Only because it was a birthday gift. But okay. I was playing NBA Live 2000, though. Okay. Now was what, Tim Duncan on the cover? No. Wait, was it? Yes. I think one of those had Tim Duncan. I think that was because it was the chapter. Yeah. I just remember the song. Like, oh, I forgot how the song go. I don't remember nothing. The soundtrack is crazy. That's when Live was the truth. <laughs> yeah, it was. Live was such the truth back then. See, I was. I, I didn't come in with Live until 03 with Jason Kidd. Oh, I didn't know it was too late. No, nah, it got it got played out around like oh eight, oh seven, didn't no, it? No, two K two. With Iverson. Then two K three. So With I, Iverson. <laughs> I had two K. I think every two K until two thousand four had Iverson on the front. Because they put Ben Wallace on the front of 04. It was no, that was That was 04. That was 04, 05. You know why? Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I still got that one. I yeah. Got yeah, so that was dope. But I really got in the live around oh three. I remember Jason Kills on the cover. He was that the was cover? my first one, yeah. He was with the Nets. He was the best point guard in the league at that point, I guess. At that point. And then... Chelsea uh, showed him what's up, though. He said he did? He did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He took him out. 9-0-3. Yeah. Did enough. So, yeah, it was 0-4. They played again. Yeah. I think that was seven games. <sighs> what happened first round? The Pistons was actually, like, second seed, and the Nets was first seed, I think, that year. I think so. Pistons. We played the Bucks. First round was Orlando. Right, McGrady, yeah. Yeah. I think that was all three. All three they played Orlando. And that went seven games. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Tayshawn was like That was his first year actually. Get these yeah. clamps, bro. <laughs> right. 
Oh, four, I think we ended up playing. No, three we ran to them, the Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals mm-hmm. and got our ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Like, and for on some LeBron shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, sorry, bro. And <sighs> I forgot the order in 04. I think we played. I just keep remembering, like, I know. Indi- honestly, red. Indiana was there. Yeah. Indiana was definitely there. I just keep thinking it was Milwaukee that we played first round because I remember seeing Michael Red. And like TJ Ford, I'm not sure, but I just remember seeing Michael Red. Let's go to time. part of the reason I have my degree now. Yeah, sorry, my state. Google. Google. I'm I'm, I'm gonna say Milwaukee was in one of them series with us. Milwaukee, New Jersey, then Indiana. That's what I want to guess. And obviously Lakers. Yeah. Oh my God, that was great. NBA playoffs 2004. We are going there. My gosh. That was a good time. That was an amazing time. I used to know all the players' names. Like, New Jersey starting files, like J-Kid, Kerry Kittles, Richard Jeff, K-Mart. Here is the brackets. So, you were right, Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. That was 4-1. Okay. <laughs> My God. <Yeah. laughs> um, Detroit, New Jersey, yeah. 4-3. And then Indiana, Detroit, 4-2. And... It took them on six. Yeah. I thought that was seven. It didn't take much. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like that. It seemed like it was real intense. But, uh... Yeah, Ripple's real clutch during those playoffs. Yeah. And then... No, we actually had three seed. Okay. We were three seed. So New Jersey Indiana was two, was Indiana one. was one. Okay. So, it was Indiana, Boston, Miami, New Orleans, Detroit, Milwaukee, and New Jersey, New York. Mm. How's that for a playoff team? Yeah. New York. That's when they had Starberry and... Starberry. <laughs> and his shoes was like 30 bucks. Yeah. I did not own a pair of Starberries. I didn't either. Because to me, they were absolutely trash. But I understand <laughs> what he was doing. So I support that man getting his coin. <laughs> right. And everybody getting a pair of Starberries. He's like the Jordan in China, though. He's the GOAT. Yeah. <laughs> I see some... I think he's like retired now. Yeah, he like, is. They got a statue for him. I know. Named a school after him. Who do you think he is? Come on. He's a Jordan in China. Come on. <laughs> they love him just as much as they love Yao Ming over there. Boy. <laughs> he was nice. He had the NBA talent. Mm-hmm. But if you threw like a bunch of like our current superstars over there with him, mm-hmm. it might not go well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, get your money, Steph. I ain't mm-hmm. mad at you. The real old, old school yeah. stuff. Stephon Marbury. Starberry. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, um, I had a chance to go to my cousin's graduation. Uh, I seen from afar my other cousins over in South Africa graduated from college. Wow. So that's exciting. One got her master's, one got her bachelor's. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did both of them in South Africa? Uh, so it's two of them. So, yeah, but they went, I want to say they went to the University of Johannesburg. Um, they got their degrees from there. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them. That's dope. And just everybody graduating, like, mm-hmm. you know, like all these parties, and like, yep. just like, I cannot keep up with none of this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But anyway, so other than that, sister's birthday, and took her to go see Avengers last night. Okay. And relive the trauma, which is <laughs> y'all destroyed my Wakanda. Yeah. Destroyed all the landscaping. We oh. had to 
Go get big greens in them again. That was uncalled for. That was absolutely uncalled for. They could have wrote it so many different ways. They could have destroying our country. The Avengers headquarters and blew that up. Right. Yep. Don't mess up my Wakanda. Yep. Took out the king. Mm-hmm. He just got bitch slapped. Spoiler alert. We should have saw it already, though. I mean, that's your fault. <laughs> that joke almost got $2 billion, dog. I mean. Yeah, you should have saw it by now. And it's on DVD. No, the Black Panther's on DVD, not Avengers 3. The Black Panther. Yep. It's on DVD. Yep. You got your copy yet? <laughs> Me either. <laughs> gonna happen eventually if it's not a birthday gift it's gonna happen eventually it's gonna happen mm-hmm. watch me but um uh, but yeah other than that working my butt off living my best life like cardi b and chance in them cool you know yeah i had, I, I attended two birthday parties this past weekend so oh, man. but they were like mature like you know they wasn't like teenagers or 20 or something you know they were who was it? Aunts and, aunts and grandfathers. So. Oh. Yeah. It was an Olive Garden on Saturday. I just had Olive Garden 10 minutes ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What'd you have? It was some Alfredo, fettuccine Alfredo, and some chicken parmesan with some broccoli and mushroom, which were amazing. Cool. Amazing. We played it safe. We were just like... We're not going to go all out tonight because we know we had to go out again on Sunday. So, Saturday, I think she got like... Big man bags <laughs> rail. She got, what is it, like the shrimp fricata? The Ooh. spicy shrimp appetizer? Ooh. Something on the menu. Or some, some spicy shrimp dish. And it was good. It's just basically a platter just shrimp, like smothered in like some type of Italian spicy sauce. And then I got the, of course, spicy Calabrian, Calabrian chicken tenders. Sure. Yeah. That's all I ate there. And then, you know, breadsticks. Yeah, I go to Olive Garden and get chicken tenders. You typical. (laughs) That's why I said, of course. You like Lazo Ball. Uh, Don't say it. Don't compare me to him. Chicken tenders and some french fries. I'll go to Ruth Chris and be like, may I have your finest of chicken tenders? (laughs) (laughs) Like what? Stick the pinky out like Dr. Evil. (laughs) (laughs) Only person I know to go to Benny Hunter, like, do you have, um... Can you get me some <laughs> deep fried rice? No, 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 no rice. Uh, chicken tenders. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. No? I wouldn't do that. Can't do that? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, on Sunday, we went to this restaurant called Sagano's, which is basically like another form of Benihana. So mm. I played it. I had swordfish there. Ooh. I had swordfish. Ooh. At uh, G. Alexander's before, and it was Ain't dope. No best bougie life. I yeah, it was only bro. it was only a twenty spot. It was only a twenty little, spot. Only twenty spot. The fish alone was twenty. You get everything else. You get like your house salad. You get your miso soup. That's you extra. The, no, all that came with it. Sure. Yeah. Why you smiling? Because it was good. <laughs> it was good. Money bags, frill. I had to, I had to lean over with my own financial advisor and ask her. Financial like, advisor. I had to ask her like, can I get this this week? Like, well, what else? What else do we got to pay to make sure? Yeah, you know, all that. Yeah, so. I ain't got no advisor. I got a CFO. Yeah. Yeah, I run all financial transactions through her. Yeah. Like, can I get this gun? Mm-hmm. I I know it's gonna cut into the budget, but my breath is justifying me needing this gun. Yep. That's needed though. Yeah, she's probably, mean, probably be like, yeah, your breath too stink, boy. Go get that gun. <laughs> I mean, for me, like, my debit card went missing, so I had to put a block on that on Saturday after Olive Garden. Oh, so man. 
It's like I don't have a half spin in power. You right burnt now. your car up. Must have been swapping too much, man. I don't know what happened to it. I, I looked under I the tables and all that stuff. So. Drills like rack it up, rack that's, it up. That's it. <laughs> he was racking it up, man. My man. Nah, not me. I hang out with you more often. Nah, not me. Yeah, you. You got the best water. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, that Robbie right there got the best water. I'm just trying to get some more, damn it. As he takes a sip. That's amazing. But yeah, so let's get to these finals, man. Yep. The NBA playoffs are over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the last time we were here, we were actually talking about them getting started. So. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Last time we met, Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals was that night. And I whole I said Boston and Houston should be there. But then I realized Chris Paul wasn't playing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kyrie Irving decides to get his nose done. And, and LeBron uh, is LeBron. LeBron is LeBroni. Mm-hmm. He just was like, hey, yep. got something to do. Excuse, yep. excuse me. <laughs> In the words of my man's filet. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. <laughs> Skip to that lane, hezzy, tween, tween, to the rim. Man, you seen me a lot of those videos. Dude, it's hilarious, bro. I be sitting there like, you know, just living my whole life and I'm oh, here's the one. I get at least like three a week. The singing <laughs> rat. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. See? That's it why is. I send three a week. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind. That's right. I, it's like I only open one a week because that's how funny they are. I gotta like keep the laugh. You only open one text message a week, sir. <laughs> anyway, I gonna get on you today. Yeah, you big. I'll be trying to do good. Man. Wait, let me hear it. I'll look you up and down. You big, <laughs> man. What the flame is, boy? That was so corny. Anyway, so respect to Golden States. They did it three times in four years. Yep. Getting LeBron's uh, final count up and his losses count up yep. <laughs> again. Yep. And shout out to KD. Even though he hate Detroit, he's a bum. Yeah, I still I still feel a way about that. Yeah. yeah. Where's Detroit again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got a title. Oklahoma City didn't. So we got three. Yeah, no. Nah, so. They're not going to get none either now. So. No. Nah. <laughs> Unless he go back, but you know he ain't gonna do that because Russell gonna beat his ass at the door. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want you here. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I think he gonna I, be like T.I. or ATL. He gonna snatch like, it back. <laughs> hey, hey man, get out. <laughs> Bounce. <laughs> I don't want to talk with you, play ball with you, nothing, man. They said I saw this post on uh, Twitter or something like that, and it said like the reason y'all mad at KD is because he know how to leave toxic relationships and y'all don't. <laughs> What? Is there some truth to that? That's a word. That is so true. Because, like, people be, like, addicted to their exes like drugs. Yeah. But drugs are bad for you. You should probably leave those alone. But, for any other reason, Mm -hmm. there's my favorite album. K.O.D. Oh, yeah? But anyway, (laughs) we won't get into that this week. Even though it's still in my head and my title streams for, like, forever. So. Mm -hmm. I just hit shuffle on J. Cole and let it go, and it pops up eventually. That gets you through the day. It gets me through the entire day mm-hmm. of driving around the city yep. and making sure concrete's in place. Okay. But that's another story for another mm-hmm. day I won't get into. But, uh, but yeah, that's what's in my 
Besides that, I will also say Cardi B still in my title streams. Mm-hmm. Who was else in my title streams? This is new playlist mm-hmm. of like what is it? I want to say it's Summer Jam. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't. I, I scrolled my, through it, but it looked like all of them were like live videos, right? Oh, it was that one. I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put y'all on. For everybody out there that need a playlist to listen to in the next few days, this one's gonna like bring back a bunch of great times for you. Yeah. Where is it? Playlist, playlist. Ah, oh, I'm gonna find this. I'm still stuck in the '90s, so you are stuck in the '90s. Yeah. But it's all good. Yeah. I can't be mad at that. Featured playlist. So, who is it? My wife actually sent this to me, so that's how I know where to find this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sent to our group chat. It is called 25 Years of Summer Jam Hits. There you go. Okay, that's different than what I saw. That yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Just amazing. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to share that with you. I appreciate it. You're just going to open it up and you're going to be like, dang. Mm-hmm. I remember Chingy. Yeah. <laughs> Chingy was the man for right? like season. Three songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had one in three. Sixth grade. Because a lot of the time, this was dope. Oh, yeah. And then... Holiday Inn was dope. Holiday Inn was life. If you was about that life, you played that song, you probably got it in there. I was in the seventh grade. I don't know what you're talking about. See, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't know what the Holiday Inn was. I didn't even know where the local one was. So. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's that place to be on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the place that we go to when we go to these church conventions. That's what I used to say. Hey, no, yeah. now... Yeah. Don't sleep on how it ends, bro. Yeah, they didn't upscale now. Is the truth. That's the only place we stay. Okay. Because of work travel. And now yeah. we got all the points. Okay. So. Nope. Yeah. So they got the, uh, where you come down for complimentary breakfast, you can pour your waffle batter into the, the waffle. Some of them do. That's my favorite. Some of them do. Yeah. And those are my favorites. I know yeah. how to do it. Yeah. Y'all spray it first. Mm-hmm. Then you put the batter in. See, the ones I go to, don't they, don't be no always, trifling bone. they don't always have to spray out, so they always mess me up sometimes. It's like my waffle be like, this part is a full waffle, like looking beautiful, and the other half is kind of like ashy with like pores in it. The waffle be like lean. <laughs> yeah. Lean. Like, why your waffle leaning? Because this much struggling. Right. He's trying to get some milk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is the BS hour, if you couldn't tell. So if you're listening now, you can't BS. We're catching up with each other because we ain't seen each other since June I started. this guy, so. man. Real talk. And the fight is going to start on like May 31st and some dumb stuff. Like, yeah. who does that? I was mad that they put a game on on a Friday night. Like, they never done. i never seen that in the finals before. It's always. You know how I knew the finals was over? Because I fell asleep at the beginning of the fourth quarter. After, like, Steph was, like, going crazy. Mm-hmm. I, forgot, I think it was at one bit three, and I was just like. Yeah, yeah might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to fight it. Yeah. The sleep is real. <laughs> I know who about to win this ship. <laughs> and uh, we out. Yep. Woke up at three in the morning like, KD again? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Tired this guy. I'm killing it. Anyway. But, yeah, that's what's in my head. In my headphones, man. What's, what's in yours, man? I, I say I'm still stuck in the night. So they also listen to some some old R and B though. Old R and B. I also listen to some Black Daniel Street. Oh, well. Yeah. In that era though, I was like Black Street. I play like some old baby face. Oh. Uh what song was it? For the cooling you. Oh. The one that uh Stefan or Cal. 
Uh, <laughs> and then Black Street, you'll listen to Joy. That was a dope song. And then uh, I went back and I found like uh, the old Carl Thomas album on title. The Summer Rain. With Emotional. Emotional, yeah. I could not stand Summer Rain when it came out. That's the jump. Not man. Summer Rain. What was it? I uh, wish. I wish that one. Better. That's I heartbreak now, man. could not listen to that song. I listen to that now and I'm like, somebody <laughs> had to get hurt through that. Like, <laughs> Like you was hurt when you wrote this song. Yeah, it's like when you were a kid. You, when you were a kid, you just like listen to it. Oh, this is another R and B song. You get older and you get some experience behind like, you. And you like this young got levels to it, man. I wish like, I did never meet that girl. <laughs> she was nothing like. Like this is ridiculous. You had a whole relationship with somebody, and this person think that they like your awe, and then you got a whole family like hiding somewhere. Uh, that's crazy. That's messy. Like, like as like I said, as a kid, I was just like, this is another R and B song. Same thing like with. All the other R&B songs, like TLC Creep, you just like, that's So the reason song. I hated that song was not just that, but it's also the fact that it started off like one of my favorite artists in his song, Donnell Jones. You said it started off like Donnell Jones? Mm-hmm. What song is that? So it's like, it's like almost similar. To like where so I want to be? Okay. Exactly. Okay. So Carl Thomas is like, dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. So Donnell Jones is like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, okay, okay. what is it? I was like, mm, so that's crap. Okay. It's not Donnell. <laughs> both of them still had you in your feels, though. Yeah. Because it's like, dang, you know what, girl? Mm-hmm. I think you the one. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure I want to be at right now because yeah. I'm a little. Mm-hmm. I'm not really testing the waters, but I want to be sure about this. I think I lean to Carl Towns a little bit more because he was. I like the visual for the. I like the video more than the Dino Jones video. I mean, yeah, you would be outside with that hat on. That's what, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. yeah. And then that like, was a ballhead, so I couldn't relate to that. Oh yeah. And then I was gonna say, Carl Thomas, he was behind like the Bad Boy Machine, so it was like the Bad, bad Boy, boy so was, Machine. Like, yeah. Yeah, that machine was like some premium oil. Yeah. Like it was real good combustion at first, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> once you go real quick, we need some more. Because <laughs> bad boys went through good artists after yeah, Biggie died, bro. Like, it was just like, so yo, what album was hot? I I came mm-hmm. out of that, mm-hmm. but I need you to go make me a turkey sandwich. Yeah, and go to Brooklyn, give me some cheese, <laughs> and you you demeaned everybody. <laughs> you are gonna make this next album. You are gonna be hot. All right. You gonna be broken promises. Bad boy, baby. <laughs> we here. Yeah. Take you, that. Take you, that. You go cheesecake. Go. Take you, you're going to be great. <laughs> and then, cycle continues. Yep. Yep. Bad boy, baby. Can't mm-hmm. stop. Won't stop. You can name them, like, whatever happened to B5? Man. I remember them dudes. I do. They was brothers, wasn't they? I don't remember the song. I just remember how they look. Well, I remember how the song goes <laughs> because they, you know, that's definitely not their song. Okay. But I'm not going to get in all that. All right. But, yeah. They were bad. They bad. That boy had the hits, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he had the hits. We, we're just going to stop there. All right, that's, I don't cool. Wanna, that's cool, that's cool. I don't talk about those guys, man. Okay. Still a little bitter about Biggie, but... Okay. And, uh, what, you mean like that, that you're not here? Part of that, cause I think, like, a lot of these new rappers could really learn from that era of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Not that they didn't, but, like, I think some of the current guys, like Lil Anybody... Mm-hmm. They kind of take it for granted, and they just put out. Yep. They put out a new like genre in a, in a sense, mm-hmm. but 
I don't know. I don't feel like they respect the roots. Yeah. I like I, I I like Biggie's flow more than I like his content. But the content was, you know, cool My for what it was. My favorite Biggie song had to be uh, I Got a Story to Tell. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Favorite. Yeah. Ten Crack Command was cool. Yeah. Juicy was cool. Mm-hmm. But I got a story to tell. When I heard I got a story to tell, mm-hmm. I had it repeat <laughs> for like three weeks straight. Just trying to learn the words. Yeah. <laughs> I kick flows for you. <laughs> kick down dose for you. Mm-hmm. Even left all my mother. Man, <laughs> like, listen, I could give you the whole song right now, man. Yeah. But we only got. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even care. I'll just go with he it. He was sitting there like, <laughs> let's fit that. <laughs> the, the can go to the side. Yeah. Just be like, that's it. That's right. Yeah. I had to go with. Uh, it's too, it's too many to choose from, but I had to pick Kick in the Door. That's my favorite ah. one. I just like his flow in there. Like, it was just like, like the music was playing. He's just like, it's like, it doesn't seem like he like wrote it. I know they say he probably didn't write most of this stuff, but it just seemed like, like he was just like, turn on that beat. This goes out for those that choose to use disrespectful views on the Yo. Like, it was just, it just went together. Like, it's just he like. He had the bars, bro. Yeah. He had the bars. It's like, you can't even, I had to think about the lyrics, like. Like, how to piece them together. Okay, this is what he said. This is what he said. Like, when I'm learning it, mm-hmm. like, it's like rappers now, I could just be like, oh, he's going to say this next because it's around with this. But yeah. with Biggie, it's like, nah, you got to, like, this is this is this little pocket over here, this middle pocket, this side. Right. Like, so that's what I like most about him. And then we got to go to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. We, we have to, you can't mention Biggie without mentioning Pop. Yeah. What's your favorite Pop song? What's I don't know how we got here, but this is the last <laughs> question. <laughs> Trying to go through all the songs on it right now because it changes sometimes. It changes. Depends on the mood. Changes was dope though. I ain't gonna no, lie. I mean like the I know, song that but I was okay, completely okay. running sidebar. <laughs> That's probably my second all time. Yeah. Changes. Oh man, It'd probably be. Uh... I'll just say all eyes on me. I like his attitude on that song. Mm. Like even like his ad libs at the end when he was calling out the judges who put him in in, in uh, Clinton corrections and all that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, think I'm going back to jail, you know? Like that was that was dope to me. Like, cause it's like it's like I guess you kind of have to like grow up like in that time to understand that like rappers didn't have Twitter, rappers didn't have social media. So like right. you got an album. This was like their landmark of you this getting a piece of them. I'm about to say all oh, this, right? So right it's like to hear him like go off on people at the end of his songs is like magical. <laughs> Before I get to my favorite box song, okay. I would say honorable mentions. Uh-huh. Hit them up. Okay. Oh <laughs> my God. Yeah. First off, you took the voice, the fake voice of your uh, person you in battle with's wife, mm-hmm. yelling fake money on the track. Yep. And then you just come out swinging like, yeah. First off, F yoke and the click to claim. <laughs> West side when we ride come equipped with game. You don't gotta say the rest. <laughs> I claim to, you claim you to be a player. <laughs> we bust on bad boys, y'all. For I'm like my yeah. God. He didn't care. That's a rap beef. Yeah. Not pushing T and Drake. So my favorite overall <laughs> Pog song. So I said we was gonna talk about it. That mm-hmm. was it. That was it. You missed it. Okay. okay. <laughs> favorite <laughs> Pog song for me is. Picture me rolling. I like that one too. Picture me rolling. Picture me rolling my 500 bins. I got no love for these people. We could never be friends. 
I like that line. Mm. <laughs> it's soulful. <laughs> it is. Because it was just... Yeah. Just pop, man. Yeah. That was That's... actually the song where he called the judge at the end. Now all eyes on me, right? <laughs> One of them. Songs. Probably both of them. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. The DA. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Is it clear to you? <laughs> <laughs> Roll it. <laughs> and when I'm going around this track right here, close your eyes. Fitch me rolling. Yep. If he died the day after that song came out, mm-hmm. that'd have been perfect ending. Yep. But yeah, more, more stuff to put up. Mm-hmm. One yep. time for Big and Pop. Yep. Pour some water for Biggie and Fox. Mm-hmm. I don't drink liquor in the studio. Yeah, I only drink water my whole life. So you're a lie. <laughs> so moving on. <laughs> moving on to the real reason we are here. Um. Yeah. So we'll talk about this now, or wait, Young Easy. That's your boy. Not mine. I mean, we talking about graduation and prior, and yeah, but. Mm, well, I guess we fleshing that down until it's cool. You like Trump anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see. Maybe we got that. Something positive from the week. I think we did that because I get to see you again. Yep. Yay. That was dope. That's cool. So, ready for the weekly topic, man? I'm ready for the weekly topic. Our mental matters this week. Is inspired by the loss of Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. So, definitely want to reach out to the families of those individuals and everybody affected by their recent loss. Um, our condolences go out to you and anybody who were fans of either the clothing or just a new type of arts they put out. So, mm-hmm. um, with all that being said and done, um, this we want to title the Strong Friend Check In. Now, we all know that strong friend. You have strong friends. I have strong friends. Sometimes we're the strong friends. Yep. Are you a strong friend? I feel like I am a strong friend. You feel like you are a strong friend? Yeah. Uh, Depends on the relationship. mm, Yeah. Fair. So, I think it's important that we check in in terms of not only ourselves, but any of you all listeners who are that strong friend or have that strong friend, just to... This is an early note just to reach out, be like, hey, yo, bro, hey, yo, sis, I love you, period. Mm-hmm. No pauses, yep. no nothing. Yep. Because they might need to hear that today. Yep. So if you listen to this, I love you. My name is Rich, all that good stuff. And you might need to hear that today, but there's a reason. So <sighs> we'll go on first about the background of your experience with the Strong friend, you and me. I think you should go first. You think I should go first? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so it's got way more interesting stuff to say than me. So it's like my perspective of being a yeah. strong friend. Sure. I mean, what I mean, does it mean to be the strong friend? So to be the strong friend, I think it's like you're the person in like your circle, or as Rich taught us, the the ecosystem. Yeah, man. You're the person you in go. your ecosystem who everyone else can most likely depend on to either be the rock for them, to be the person who comforts them in their time of need, to be the person who is just always there for them whenever they need someone. So with that understanding of 
um, the strong friend being a person who's always there for their ecosystem. Um, my experiences from being a strong friend is like, sometimes you have to, like, in the Bible it says, I love one another, you know, as Christ loves us, right? So it's like you have to always be open to people in your ecosystem. You always have to be there for them, love on them, always, like, nurture them, let them know, like, you know, keep their head up, give them encouraging words, never put them down, never demean their viewpoint, even if you even if you think that they don't have a valid reason to feel a certain way. Um, so you're, you're supposed to be that person there for them to love on them um, in their time of need. But at the same time, you're being the strong person. Like, who do you lean on? So it's up to you. It's, it's, it's your role to be the person everyone else uh, needs and receives love from. But you also have to make sure that you're uh, receiving love from someone else as well because you don't want your well to run dry. Um, me being sometimes like the strong friend, it's like I will go to my parents to receive, you know, to get my cup like refilled from being out in the world and like helping others and being like the person who other people may need. Um, other times it's like I was raised in church like my whole life, um, Christian background. So it's like, I would know that I could go and pray. I know that I can like go and like turn off all the music, turn off the TV and just bury my head on my pillow and then just pray until like I fall asleep. That's what would like come for me. Um, most times if like, I don't feel like talking to my parents or something like that. Um, like I said, I was always in church, so I know I could always go to, like, a service, so I could always go to some type of, like, revival, or it was always some type of service available to me that would allow me to know that, like, even if, like, nobody around me was, like, being uh, the help or being the person who checked on me, I know that I could always, like, go to, like, a nice worship service and, like, receive love from that worship service, and everything will be all right after that. So being a strong friend, you have to find what it is for you um, that allows you to refill your cup to make sure that you're okay, to make sure that you're mentally and emotionally stable, to make sure that you can make it another week, another day, um, just to receive the love that you may not be getting from your ecosystem since you're the strong friend in your ecosystem. Mm. That makes sense? Or? Oh, yeah. I mean, to me, it makes sense. Okay. Uh, I think you touched on something important, too. So... Like, especially the whole thing about, you know, really just being there for your friends and everybody and, you know, not really having that individual to um, kind of like go to because you are that person. Mm-hmm. So, so you say you go kneel down and even, you know, get your prayer on and everything, which, again, these are still ways to do the same thing. Um, you know, for me, I just always... I mean, I believe in prayer. I believe that God changes things. I you know that's just me personally because he's done it for about almost 29 years of my life. <laughs> and I just don't want people to get that confused with if you're going, especially in terms of the first individual we mentioned in this episode, that if you're going through something that you should just pray about it and it will go away. Yeah. Um, that's one of the bigger misconceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, just about just going through whatever it is in life. Um, you have your ecosystems you can rely on. Um, for certain things, I have different ecosystems for everything. So I have my mental health space. I have my, um, 
kind of like my financial budgeting space. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my engineering friends. I have, um, I don't have work friends. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> what are those? What are those? <laughs> A bad pair of sneakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, but for obvious reasons, you know, you have to have a certain ecosystem for everything because, you know, everybody offers something different and different ecosystems offer different things as well. Right. So for that being said, you know, maybe I'm just going to throw a random name out there. So in our ecosystem, Joe might be going through something. Yeah. So, you know. Joe's not going to start what they call dumping. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of just throwing on their problems in the middle of the circle and saying, this is what I got going on. Right. It's this, it's that, it's blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Joe's going to say his piece and why he's feeling having a bad day. Yeah. And then, you know, I'll come in and say, hey, you know what? I feel your energy. You know, I'm going through this, that, and third so I can sympathize with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, you know, I'm here for you. Like, even the other day, I realized that um, I didn't, I don't know him on, like, a, I've been cool with him all my life basis, but one of the, like, college friends, if you will, he recently lost uh, his parent, and he lost his father, and so, you know, for me, I know what that's like to lose a father, Mm -hmm. and I immediately reached out to him, like, again, Mm -hmm. You know, one in, you know, you th- you might think this one person's a certain type of individual, a crazy, goofy, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But if that person loses a parent, mm-hmm. their whole balance may be thrown off. Right. So I initially just reached out to him. I just said in the DMs, I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. saying, you know, I, I can empathize what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't heard, you know, I love you, man. I want you to realize that mm-hmm. even though we aren't that close, mm-hmm. I have enough respect and admiration for you. I love you, and I want you to be all right. So, you know, take my number. You know, if you need to come kick it, you want to kick it somewhere, just mm-hmm. kind of free free your mind a little bit, yep. just let me know. Yep. And, uh, you know, thank me and everything. But that's part about what that whole thing is about because he's this – I'm not going to call him hyper-masculine, but he's definitely a man's man. Like, he's the guy that's like, you know, I've been – Mm-hmm. Surviving all my life, I got this. Blah blah blah. Bootstraps. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. And you know, to go through that, it's like, all right, well, yeah. you may be tough as nails, but even rocks crack. Mm-hmm. So let me make sure you don't jump off the deep end. Right. You know, because sometimes you know, a rock can take a lot. Mm-hmm. Take a lot for them to crack. Right. And especially under certain, like, you know, pressures and everything. So, who knows if I didn't reach out to him, what would have happened? Right. Um, same thing with me and my father. Same thing with, you know, other family members and friends and whatnot. Like, even just the other day, I found out it was not to be on a dark note. But, like, and I wasn't close with him. But, like, one of my, so you got your cousins, your immediate cousins. Yep, yep. They got their uncles. Mm-hmm. Well, they lost one of the people that they call their uncles. Mm-hmm. And it's because he was murdered. And it was like, oh. who murdered this guy? Mm-hmm. Like, this is one of the coolest people you know. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody loved that uncle. Like, right. 
I met him twice, huh? Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you nothing wrong with the guy. Right. But, I mean, life happens. And I don't know, I guess even the last, you, we always go through this, especially being, you know, I say, I call it new, new adults. But you always go through that period of you look up, you look left and right, and everybody's passing. Yeah. Either they're being murdered or mm-hmm. sudden illness mm-hmm. or cancer because it sucks. Yep. Whatever it may be. And it's just like reality check, yo. Like, mm-hmm. this could be anybody. Right. Let's, uh, let's check in the strong people in our family. Because mm-hmm. uh, they might be going through it, bro. Like, yeah, period. Tough, yeah. So, I mean, for me, when you say the strong person, you know, a strong, strong friend check-in is like, you know, who's always that person encouraging the family? Yeah. Who's always that person that's always upbeat and positive? Mm-hmm. I know that's me. Yeah. So, if I'm going through something, I need you to... <laughs> I know I was supposed to call. I need to check on Rich, make sure he's good, man. Like, for real, like, bust, come to my front door. Let me know it's going to be all right. All right. Let me know it's real, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, again, that, to me, I always look for individuals like that in my family, and I know even my friends, I got some strong friends I hang with, mm-hmm. so when they go through something, I'm immediately a person like, hey, yo, hey, 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 okay. hey, mm-hmm. you start the isolation stuff, Yeah. hey, here, mm-hmm. tell a bad joke, okay, <laughs> make sure it's going to be all right. Yeah. But that's kind of my interpretation of the strong person check deal. Yeah. People, you always know that's like, oh, yeah, I'm cool, I'm tough, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah. You're going to have to. <laughs> One of my frat brothers told me, you could be the toughest person in the world, but when you get to that corner by yourself and you dealt with loss, mm-hmm. it's going to hit you like a bookshelf falling on you. Yeah. You ain't going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. You got to be prepared for that moment and after that. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you deal with that? Yeah. I think that's probably the strongest um, form of the strong friend check-in is, you know, you go through grief. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, that's that's kind of my first take on that is, you know, for those people that are the strong people, just to just be cognizant of that and, you know, be there for them, I guess. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Um. So I think this is a good one. So. Who are the strong friends? Who do you talk to? Being a strong friend. <laughs> who, who's that strong person you go to? Uh. Well, I, I never truly like try to like dump onto like people like around me because I think there's a difference between. You know, discussing like you know what's affecting you, and then just dumping. Yeah. So like, if I'm if I had like a bad day at work, and I just like throwing like all this stuff on my wife, I feel like that's dumping. Like she don't need that. Like why am I passing burden to burden? You know, but if like something's really affecting me, then that's one. Like hey, like this happened, that happened. That's how I'm feeling. So most of, I would say all the time, I always go to my wife. Um, like I said, like not the dumping aspect, but just the aspect of like sharing, like this is how I'm feeling, this is what went wrong, I'm not feeling good today, that type of thing. Um, I feel like I was like before we were married, I would go to my parents because my mom was just always this person who 
she will always like make it better without like without like even trying. Like it was like I could just go talk to her and like, I don't even know what she'll be saying. I just hear her voice and everything just gonna be better. Like she had that type of <laughs> why are you talking about cabbage? Like, what are you talking about? It was that type of effect, like, hey, like I'm mad because this happened. She'll just be like, Well, what like she'll just start like hammering off some some stuff and I just wouldn't even pay attention sometimes, but just, just hearing her voice and being around her and make it better. So that so, was your mom I met. Your, yeah. Yeah, she sounded like that type of person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's just like whatever's going wrong, like she's just gonna like let you know it's gonna be better. So um I would say like who else would I talk to? Like my parents, my wife, um talk to God. Like I would go through like so for instance, like in twenty sixteen, in January twenty sixteen, that was like one of the hardest months of my life because I lost my granddad, like the first the first of the year mm. it was like i think like the first was a friday and then he passed away sunday going into monday and then i, I my mom woke me up out of my sleep because i was still living with my parents then fresh out of college and she was just like yeah like it happened you know she was crying i never really seen my mom cry so i knew it was bad and then it was like three or four in the morning so i was like i'm laying in the bed and then like i called my she was my fiance at the time i called her at like four in the morning like yo this junk just happened and then, like, my sister was there, and she was crying. And then uh, I was just, like, laying in the bed, like, tears rolling down my face on the phone with my fiancé. She's just, like, encouraging me. And I was just like, yeah, I know, because, like, I was raised Christian, so I know this is, like, how life is. And it's not the end and, you know, all that stuff. But it just felt like, you know, you know like somebody just took your soul, that type of thing. Somebody just yeah. took, like, ripped your stomach out, you know. Yeah. And um, that was a hard month because we got through that. Like, you know, and then like 10 days later, my grandmother on the other side of my family passed. So that was hard. And uh, I think that one was like, that one was, was, uh, it was, it was I'm not gonna say it was more bearable because it was both of them was hard, but that side of my family was, um, I guess, I guess you say it was like more. It was, it was, like, more of a, like, controlled emotion on that side. Like, I'll say, like, that side of the family, everybody's a strong person. So it was kind of just, like, you just look at everybody, check everybody out. It wasn't, like, it was, like, our family on both sides is not people who have, like, crazy emotions, I would say. It's kind of more, like, kind of understand how life goes. So it wasn't, like, this crazy, like, people, like, flowing at the funeral. Falling. It wasn't, it was nothing like that. Um... So, but I mean, just going through that, like, I had to talk to, like, my mom, talk to my sister. Like, I remember I went into, I still went into work that day just to, like, show my face. And then I waited for my manager to come in, like, 8 o'clock. Yeah, like, yo, my granddad passed. She was like, just go home. Why are you here? And I was like, all right, I just want to let you know that that's what happened. Just in case you didn't see me here. I've only been here for, like, three months. I'm not trying to get fired or whatever. Yeah, no. You're <laughs> just getting fired, bro. Yeah, and then, like, 10 days later, I was at a plant, and then I still went. You know, I got up like six in the morning because I got the news of that like five in the morning again. And then still ended up going to work. I was there for like an hour and then I just left. They were like, get out of here. And I was all right. And uh, yeah, I just remember like that was like one of the hardest times of my life. And uh, I just had to always be around love. That's what kept me like solid. Like my birthday is in January. So I was like between the two funerals, the birthday, my birthday happened. So. Man going bowling and all that and then it's like okay after the birthday happened it's like i was sitting at like another funeral 
like still this like is a random though this is a random knowledge for myself yeah do you like the ball it's fine okay yeah i enjoy it i'm not a person who, who uh keep score i just know i could like knock it down a whole bunch of people <laughs> never mind bro keep talking say go go bowling nah I'm, I'm gonna go bowling which i'm gonna show you oh you're gonna show me yeah I'm, right. I'm, I'm not gonna be burning you probably but i'm gonna show you i, I got a little something okay. you know what i mean yeah but yeah just like going through that like just being around family like that allowed me and my cousins to reconnect like going through all that together so it's like We've been kind of, you know, always seeing each other on and off ever since then. Like, my, me and my cousin went through a drought. Like, we didn't see each other from, like, it's because they stay on the west side, I stay on the east side. So it's that type of <laughs> But, like, so I was like, I probably didn't see them. Since, the time, <laughs> I didn't see them probably from, like, age. I was probably, like, 12. And now, then I, at that time, I was 25. So we probably went, like, 12 years without seeing each other. Mm. But, like, seeing each other on Facebook and stuff. But we never, like... Hung around each other, showed each other love. Like last time we was around each other, everybody was still teenagers, that type of thing. Oh so man! Now everybody got kids and stuff. So not me though. It was different, you know. But just just having like you know those events happen, I think it brought us closer. We cherished our relationship more with one another. Um, every time we see each other, it's love. Like we don't have no type of malice or no type of you know. I'm like I don't have the cousins where it's like you know I can't go out with him because. You know, he not legit. Like, I don't have cousins like that. So, it's just being around him, just having all the love around, man. That was, I just keep saying that, like, being around that love, it'll get you through. I agree with that. Um, that's just dope that you shared that because, you know, it takes a strong individual to go through those events mm-hmm. and to be able to just get through them. Yeah. Um. I would say the toughest year for me had to be 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Because, so, the strongest people I knew, and I would always check in with them, like, and this was just out of habit when I was little. Okay. So, my dad wasn't really the person that told me his emotions until, like, prior to the time I was, like, 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. He would tell me how he felt about my mother or uh-huh. how he felt about just life in general and the mistakes he made and all this other crazy stuff. Okay. At 10, I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're even talking about. <laughs> but the fact that he actually started to open up to me was just like, this mm-hmm. guy's human. Like, he's not just this dad person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's actually an old individual. <laughs> and, um, you know, he... Me and him, now, I would say if we were both sitting here in the same room, we'd share the same characteristics mm. of, like, <laughs> a lot of different things. One, he had actually had, he wore watches all the time. Okay. So, that would be one thing. <laughs> but uh, just his whole demeanor, like, he was just always just cool, chill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just about different situations. But he wouldn't, in his words, and I quote, be played for no fool. Okay. <laughs> he was old school. Yeah. Um, so for me, when he passed, I remember I was, I went to work the night before we were in, I was in the hospital room with him, him, my sister and my brother. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I went to work the next day, like nothing happened. Okay. Well, at this time, nothing did happen. I found out from, and I always hate this. Mm-hmm. I found out on Facebook oh, okay, yeah. that he passed. That's not cool. And I'm sitting here like, you put it on Facebook yeah, before right. you call me. 
Anyway, I'm not getting to that part of it. But uh-huh. so I found out my dad passed, and at this point, I just kind of because I've I've had both of my I was fortunate enough to have both of my parents either they were divorced or not whatever. Mm-hmm. But I always had them just to reach out to at least okay. and to talk to. Mm-hmm. And I was just recently getting to the point where I can actually tell my dad stuff. And he passed. And so for me, it was like, all right, my dad passed. Uh How do I feel about this? Because we had just really, I think within that past two years, Uh not that we hadn't connected, but we connected on that different like father-son level, like. You're a full blown adult now. Nah, we can have, <laughs> we can have these discussions tonight. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here in my, in my, uh, wasn't my office. We shared an office all the teaching assistants. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here like, I gotta go home. Mm-hmm. I just have to go home. Mm-hmm. And it didn't hit me until like, I think, I started getting text messages, phone calls. Mm-hmm. I think I text to my aunt. I text to my uncles. I text my mom. I call my mom. Mm-hmm. And I get home. I'm with my girlfriend at the time. She's my wife now. But you know, I'm sitting here like, I just lost my dad. Mm-hmm. And instantly, I just started bawling. Yeah. And now, before I keep going with this, yeah. The consistent figure in this whole strong friend check-in piece would be Mrs. Winfrey. Mm-hmm. She's always been there since <laughs> like that. I was the first, within the first year we were together. Okay. And she was with me through every single major loss. Okay. Starting with my dad. Yeah. Which she got his approval. hmm You know, so we can actually date and stuff. Okay. Well, that was important. That is. But anyway, so we get through all this. And I'm just, I just lay in the bed. She's like, just lay down. Mm-hmm. She had no idea how to do this at all. She's like, what? I don't know. You want a sandwich? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, what? I want a dip sandwich. What are you talking about? I'm not even hungry. Mm-hmm. And I just started just bawling. And like, she rose my head. And just like, like, I can't be crying right now. Like, I lost my dad. Like, mm-hmm. ah. Mm-hmm. And, uh. It was absolutely insane. Okay. And I think I remember, like, before the funeral even happened, like, I had an event for my flat on campus. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not prepared for this at all. Okay. But I'm, like, the only person to go make this happen. I have to go do this. Mm-hmm. Let me introduce this guy, and I will leave. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a big speaker, Jeffrey Canada. Mm-hmm. You probably heard about him. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm about to put on my, just do this, and go. Mm-hmm. I got a tool with somebody there. I was just like, man, I don't... Look, mm-hmm. I'm only here for one reason. Yep. Get out of my face. Like, I was I was not myself for like a good, like, two weeks. It was crazy. But, so that happened. Then my grandmother passed in 2015. Mm-hmm. And now it was crazy because I was hosting a conference that week for, for Nesby. Okay. And nobody knew she was ill. Mm-hmm. Like... Except for me and some family members and everybody. My family, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I knew, like, she probably had a week or something left. But this whole week, I'm hosting a conference. Right. So I couldn't even be with her in the last days. Mm-hmm. So I had a good, like, this had a conversation with her. She was actually in her 
actual like state of mind. Mm-hmm. So we had a good conversation and held the conference. Conference was what like well planned everything. Mm-hmm. And then the day the conference was over, she passed. Okay. And it was just like God, damn it. Mm-hmm. It was just it just took me to the face. It was like. Who am I gonna check in with? Like okay. I, and I was living in Grand Rapids at the time. Okay. Had to drive all the way back to Grand Rapids. Then I found out when I got home, mm-hmm. it was actually like you said, like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. I had all types of missed calls. Okay. I just woke up. I'm like, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Something's off. Something's different. Mm-hmm. Like four missed calls, a voicemail from my mom, my sister, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this happened. Mm-hmm. I have to go to work. Okay. In three hours. Yep. And I cannot go back to sleep. Yep. So. Exactly, yeah. Went to work. Told my boss what happened. Boss was like, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you to go home. Mm-hmm. But if you leave, you only get, <laughs> it was Let me tell you. This lady was like my mama. Mm-hmm. This one told me, well, she's a grandparent, so you only get about two days or something off. I was like, this lady's like my mama. Mm-hmm. I'll see you and I'll see you. Yep. I took a whole week off. Yep. I was gone. Mm-hmm. You cannot tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. But I remember that because it was like, this was like my second mom. So yeah. I just remember the, every, it actually didn't like just gut punch me until after the funeral. Yep. And then within a year after that, her dad, my great granddad, the only other strong person I would go to pass. Okay. I'm just like, all right, come on. Yeah. This has got to be enough. Mm-hmm. Like nothing else. Mm-hmm. So all that to say, there's always like that block of time yeah. that you just hit <laughs> left and right. Uh-huh. And for me, it was from 2011 to 2016. Good God. Okay. We're going to knock on this wood because I don't even lose nobody. There's no time right, soon. Right, but right. Um, you go through that mm-hmm. and. It sucks. It's painful. Yeah. But that's probably the most extreme case, if you will, of you know, checking in on your strong friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had other cases. Like, I've had, like, a shitty day at work or, mm-hmm. like, I've dealt with just difficult friends or, yeah. you know, or, you know, me and the wife have, like, a difficult argument or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in that instance, I just talked to her because it was her I got the problem with. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you leave your down right <laughs> but um you know it's just that you don't want to become that person that's you know always <laughs> only reason Richard called me right now is because he got some sad story to tell me about mm-hmm. how his day was yep. I'm tired of hearing that joke man <laughs> like my god please please ignore the call ignore ignore I don't want to hear this but um you know, so it's always good to, this is something I've practiced just with some of my close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so if this ever happens, you know, uh, like, I just need to talk. I need to just get this off my brain. Okay. You can choose to interject or you can just listen. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for no advice. Okay. I just need to get this off my chest. Mm-hmm. And then... Two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, it's like, <laughs> You can run a mile after that, huh? No. Okay. I still can't run a mile. <laughs> I probably cannot run a mile for a while, though. <laughs> but, uh, all, you know, 
you just have to make sure you define those moments so that, especially with your good friends, because sometimes you are going to have to just get that weight off your shoulders. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just another normal day at work where Mm -hmm. so-and-so don't do their job, which I actually had today, but not going to get into that. Um, We'll talk about that later. (laughs) Um, And sometimes you got to get it off your chest, push it out there, and then from Mm -hmm. there, live your best life. Because... Life is gonna continue to happen, mm-hmm. and you just gotta deal with that, you know? yeah. So, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting though, like, because we had like similar like cases where you said like, you know, your wife, she was your girlfriend, fiance at the time, like, you know, she was that rock for you at the time, and mom's was the same way. So, I feel like that's important that you can like rely on the person who you have in mind to be your eventual spouse, like the fact that they can show that they have, you know, that character, that quality at that time. Like, my fiancé, my wife, at the, my wife, my fiancé at the time, she was taking off of work to go with me and spend the day with me because I was off work, stuff like that, you know. She was constantly on FaceTime with me, like, where you at? What you eating? I'm coming over. Come over here, like that type of thing. So yeah. you got to be around the love when, whenever, you know, those situations happen. So this is kind of an extreme case. I actually found this today. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you're badly raised at all. But it is 11 o'clock. I just realized this. Yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> it says women are not rehab- rehabilitation centers for badly raised men. Yeah, I just saw that too. I saw that a couple hours ago. And I get that on one end. I was no... Okay. I have some things that are very messed up. But mm-hmm. I would not say I'm a badly raised man. <laughs> or a man that has some... Some loops are on along right, the way. Right. Like, woo wee. Yeah. So, um, all I have to say, I mean, yes, significant others can be your strong friend. Mm-hmm. But I would also beg to say that make sure that on any given occasion or moment or day, that's reciprocated. Because yep. you don't want to just dump on your spouse. Mm-hmm. I think that's, if you do that continuously, I think it's selfish. Mm-hmm. Because what happens when they have a bad day? Right. Like, you don't just blow it off. Mm-hmm. You better let them blow that steam. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I mean, your job is to kind of be that spouse that, uh, you know, kind of be, be that person to, you know, help alleviate stress. Yeah. And, you know, even if it's not like... I want to listen to you. Mm-hmm. It's hey, let's go do your favorite activity. <laughs> let's go bowling or something. Let's <laughs> let's go watch, let's go play video games. Mm-hmm. Let's play two K. Yeah. No. <laughs> let's go get your boy Chip. And uh, <laughs> Chip is the man. <laughs> the man. But anyway, um, you know, or you know, I might tell some very, very corny jokes. I'll show you some really corny shit. Mm-hmm. But my job at this given point in time is to make sure that, you know, you forget about this given second. You forget about what was stressing you out. Mm-hmm. You deal with that at a certain time of space. I like to actually have that at home time where it's like, all right, the first 30 minutes, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about anything work-related. Or this first 30 minutes, I need to release this steam. Because <laughs> my boss is such a nutcase. <laughs> Not the truth. But you get it. Yeah. So, 
you know, I like to have those disclaimers with just friends and family that I actually keep close Mm -hmm. in those ecosystems just to make sure they know, Mm -hmm. like, hey, this is about to be a really bad story. (laughs) You want some popcorn? Whatever you want to do. That is, I am so, my God. But anyway, we'll push through it. Okay. But at the end of the day, like, you have to make sure that you, uh, you know, you establish who that strong friend is for you. Mm Mm-hmm. And could be able to reciprocate that. So, yep. yeah, that's all I got. Make that. sure that you're playing, like, the role of being a filter as well. Like how you said, you don't want to always be the person who's dumping. So, if people come, if you come to someone and say, hey, I have something to say, they shouldn't be like, like how you said, like, oh, here you come with, like, another sad story. Yeah, you know, like, you got to be able to play the filter. Like, everything isn't a, a, a case of something being on fire. Like, don't come to me and tell me that, hey, I dropped my brownie on the floor, and I was so mad. <laughs> I mean, we gonna laugh about it. It's cool, but <laughs> first off, if I dropped this moist brownie on the ground, bro, then I was about to dip in this milk. <laughs> that ain't no if real I problem. Warm that boy up, and it's a real problem. You can't say what a problem. That's the other thing. All right, you all can't right, define you what's it. not really real. You're right. You're you right. can't. That's not fair. <laughs> Cause that's just pushing my thoughts and feelings to the side. You're right. Imagine if you did that to uh, to Mrs. Mitchell. All right, that that's a real problem. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thing is, is that don't play me in my my chocolate chip cookies. If, God damn it! If you come to me huh. after like, I've been going through my day and stuff, and I feel kind of like beat up, and you come to me and say like I had a real problem, like I dropped my brownie, and I'm so mad, like I'm just gonna be quiet. You probably gonna be like, Are you still on the other end? I'm be like, Yeah. <laughs> To me, that's a catastrophe. You gotta understand that. <laughs> now, truth be told, was it homemade? If it's homemade, I can understand. Of course. Okay, I was just talking about some little Debbie sprinkles on top. So I, I got one. I got one for you. Since you need help, what's that? I dropped my jerk chicken on the ground. Nah, man. <laughs> I mean, I was... you just watch somebody get fired at work. You know, best work friends. Uh-huh. I dropped them chicken wings you gave me on the ground uh-huh. in front of Coe. Okay. How you think I feel? Man, I know, you got to pick them up and rinse them off. See? No. <laughs> See? <laughs> See why this is a problem? Can't let that go to waste. See, look. <laughs> so imagine how I feel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's part of it, too. You got to see yourself in their emotion. All right. See them where they are. That was a good exercise we just did. Yeah. Yeah. See that? Yeah, that was dope. I connected. Yeah. So... You gotta see where that person is, mm-hmm. be able to relate with them, mm-hmm. and understand why they feel the way they feel. Okay. You can't just be like, man, it's just some damn chicken wings, That's man. That's good. I like, like what that. you mean? <laughs> Dog, them wings was the bomb. <laughs> Dot com yep. forward slash mm-hmm. <laughs> says Mr. Smith. If you wanna reach me with any type of issue, you have to interject jerk chicken into the scenario and then I'm like locked in like, with you. Okay. Got my attention. What's up? You can come in like Jacob. Sop. So sop. Anyway. So yeah, that's how you get your attention. Got it. So um So for those who may especially strong friends. That may need comforting. So, I understand you said you are the strong friend. How do you like to be comforted by other people when you're going through your, for lack of a better word, shit? Yeah, I, uh, 
when I was going through that month, like, I just had to be around people. Like, because I'm a person who's already, like, alone, like, wolf type of person. Like, I don't like being around a lot of crowds unless it's, like, people who I actually, like, know. You know, like, it was my cousins. Like, I could be around them. There's people at the church. I could be around them. If it's family, I could be around them. But it's just, like, being in, like, an area where, you know, I can't just be around everybody. I feel drained if I'm around people. I don't know for some reason. Mm. Um, But at that time, like, I needed people. Like, I was, like, you know, I don't want to stay in the bed. Like, I got this time off work. You know, I got these two days before I got to go back. And then I'm going to have another day next week to attend everything and all the events and stuff. So at this time, like, I don't want to be alone. Because when I'm alone, I'm already... When I'm, when I'm the type of person, like, when I'm alone, I don't want to be bothered. But at that time, like, I needed to be bothered. Like, I needed people to be around me. I needed, like, let's whatever we was going to do, like how you said, like, if we're going to go bowling, if we're going to do whatever. Like, I, I had my birthday stuff planned. Like, we went to the movies, we went bowling, we went, got pizza. Like, I just had to be out mm. because if I stayed in, I'd sort of, like, been miserable, you know. I would It wouldn't have allowed me to escape if I was to stay by myself. You know, mm-hmm. I needed to I needed to be around people who um, would give me like good memories, people who would make me laugh. I had to be around just I just be around my, my family. And because uh, I know, like I said, like if I would have stayed, if I would have stayed by myself. Like it just would have been probably would have just been like miserable, man. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to take it by myself. And that's interesting because I remember you saying that you're an introvert. Yeah. Introverts like to be by themselves anyway. Yeah. But when this type of stuff happens, you don't do virus. So. Yeah, I don't want to be by myself. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I can't even put a reason to it. I just know that, like, I even when it happened, like I said, I called my uh, wife first at first, and she was just like, man, I wish I could come over there, but it's like 5 in the morning, she had to go to work, and I was like, you don't have to do that. And, uh, that's probably one of the reasons why I even went to work, too. So I was just like, let me just get out the house. Let me get some air. Let me just continue to go through the motions, you know, just to stay, you know, keep keep everything okay, you know, keep my mindset all right. Because as I'm still going through the motions, then it's like it's kind of like it didn't happen, even though I know it did happen. Um, but when I'm by myself, like, and any other day, I can have fun by myself. Like, you know, I play 2K. Yeah, you do. I play 2K right now in your head. <laughs> I play 2K like like it's crazy, and uh, you know I just I'm not, I'm not well. Kanye said I could be by myself and enjoy the company. You know that's that's kind of like how I am. I could I could watch one of my old movies from when I was a kid, just like laugh to myself. Nobody else had to be in the room. You could ask my wife. Like I show her all the movies we watched when we was kids. She was like, "That's not even funny." I'm like, "Well, you seven, and you're not supposed to watch a PG-13 movie like that." Give me an hilarious. example. Man, Salada. So I know I know her. So I need to understand. Yeah. Why she's saying this isn't funny. Well, the Saturday, this past Saturday, we uh, had our nephew. And he's two, and he sat there. He watched the movie with us. We watched Carpool on Netflix. I haven't seen Carpool. Okay, that's another example. Come we, on. I watched. Heavy. Uh, heavyweights. You ever saw Heavyweights? No. Ben Stiller, the Fat Camp. Okay. Uh, <laughs> house guests will send bad. Okay, I'm gonna keep going. Um, <laughs> I'm probably actually the wrong person to just throw movies at because, like, yeah. I mean, come on, Jarrell. Let's get one of these things. Got to go in the room. Come I'm on. Trying to think. Uh, right now, you're over three. Um, like Steph Curry in Game Three. 
I watched. Uh, I mean, some of the stuff she did think is funny, so I'm trying to filter that out. Uh, Blue Streak with Martin. She thought that was funny. At some part, she was like, "Why is that funny?" Like a part when um Dave Chappelle was in the store and he was like, "Put your hands on the noodles, put your hands on the noodles, and chicken and beef." And I just like bust out laughing, chicken. <laughs> That she was like, she was like why, why is that funny to you? I'm like, that's oh, hilarious. That is funny. <laughs> he was like, tell me, man, what you mean? Know? <laughs> uh, so I can make myself laugh, like, even when I'm by myself, but at that time, I just couldn't. Like, you I have your hilarious people. moments on social media, though. Like, I'm sitting here like, what in the hell? Where did he even... Uh, like, which one? Because, I mean, it's... It's like three I could level. just scroll your page right now <laughs> and probably find at least like five things like that are just absolutely hilarious. In fact, we're going to go to them because y'all want to hear this. I know y'all do. Yeah. Even if y'all don't, y'all dealing with this one because I have to. That's the first thing I told. It was probably one of the early things I told her when we started our relationship. Like, the bad things about me is I know more rap lyrics than I know some Bible scriptures probably, which is bad. Case in point, the very first post. Yeah. A tweet from Wendy's. Yep. Not afraid of the burgers from a place that... Not, not really afraid of the burgers from a place that decided pancakes were too hard. Yep. In reference to IHOP going to IHOP, which is... Ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. That's... Yeah. That was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And that's actually very sad that JaVale McGee's a back-to-back champion. Anyway... <laughs> But yeah, like when I'm, when I was just going through, like I just, I just needed to be around people, um, because of the fact, like, I guess, like when I'm by myself, I feel the strongest, and at, at the times when like those, when when the passes of my family was happening, I didn't feel the strongest, so I had to get energy from other people. So I was about to ask you, so it's the energy from other people that helps build you I think up, it but is. you don't have your own. Yeah, not so, about it. I've seen that for introverts, that sometimes. Especially to give off energy. Like, you have to be by yourself and meditate or something for a really long time beforehand. Yeah. Before you go out to the road and deal with people. Yeah. And then once you're drained, you're ready to go back into your hole because your anxiety kicks in. <laughs> no, this, this is real. It is. Your anxiety kicks in, and you're like, all right, I'm out of people energy. I need to go back to my hole. And you go back to your whatever corner it is yeah. and go back to your space of what makes you, like, full again. It's real. And you just get more of that. It's real. So my wife's the exact same way. Like, y'all don't even know this. She's the exact. Like, even today, mm-hmm. I'm at, we're chilling on the couch. We're about to eat dinner together. And she, um, you know, I saw, I was like, you know, how's your day going? She told me how her day was. Mm-hmm. So I told her about my day. And, of course, you know, I tried not to dump, but yeah. I gave her little bits and pieces. And, um, so I'm like, yeah, I'm like, so you go eat dinner? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to calm down. Mm-hmm. Trying to calm down? What's going on? <laughs> so I mean, as a concerned husband, yeah. I go, so what's going on? It's like, I just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <In my Twitter. laughs> I'm sitting here like, whoa. Whoa. I'm the same way. <laughs> like, you already articulate this problem? I can't articulate I it. I pulled the homie. <laughs> I was walked into the bushes because I was not ready for that lion to explode, goddammit. Yeah. I was cool. <laughs> so, all I have to say, do not mess with an introvert when they are going through it. The worst is Let like... Let them come to you. The worst is like when you're already like out and then your battery die. 
Oh. Like your energy battery dies. You just look oh. around like, like why? I don't want to be around any of y'all. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I drive everywhere I go. Like even when I go out, like I don't really like like if it's me and you. You like controlling it. Yeah. Really. I want to be able to like get away when it's time to get away. Like for instance, like last week there was this uh like you know company I work at is like a group chat of just like um people who are like our age you know our background and uh they had planned a movie night like they was just watching this is one guy he's just like yeah come over watch movies we're gonna have you know drinks and chips and all that stuff so I was already out and like his apartment was like by like one of my family members apartments I was already over their house so I was like I'm just stop by here it's like a mile away so I stopped by I was supposed to start at like nine o'clock I get there 8.59, I don't see nobody walking into his apartment. So I'm, like, I'm not going up there. I don't really know him. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> so then, like, I see people walking up there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get out now. It's like three or four people in there. So I go in there, and it's like, well, it was supposed to be 16 people here, but so we're going to have to start the movie when everybody get here, which is like 10.15. I'm like, my battery's going to die like at 10.30. So <laughs> I was expected to get a movie from 9 to 10.30. That's then, funny. And then my, my wife, I was like, she got to work in a minute, so I'm about to go home and be with her because... Cause like my battery gonna die around her, so um, yeah, I stayed till probably like eleven, and it's like they was only like thirty minutes into the movie. I'm like, thanks for the hospitality, but I gotta get out of here, man. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I dapped them up and everything. I was like, let me go home. So yeah, that's that's how it is. That's the worst, man. Like people don't understand that. Like sometimes, like um, I have to like articulate that to my wife. Like we'll be out in an event. And, like, she'll be, like, having her conversations, like, with everybody. And, like, we've been here for, like, three hours. It's, like. It's been 30 minutes, y'all. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm, like, it's been three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll just be, like, talking and talking. I'm just, I'm like, I send her a text, like, hey. She don't, she not reading her phone because she entertaining everybody. I'm, like, hey. And then, like, I, like, nudge her. And she just think I'm just being playful. I'm like, this is not a playful nudge. This is I want to go home, huh? <laughs> I want to go home right now. my couch. <laughs> I miss the comfiness of my Verner's basement. Right. There's a reason I say that. You know what it is. It's all green. Look, no, because there's actually a bottle of Verner's down there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. You gave it all and, away. And it's a fake already. Oh, oh well, there you go. Yeah. You just Detroit. Yeah. My man. I did that on purpose. I know you did. <laughs> but, like, so... It's so weird because I'm the flip. We're the flip. So, like, mm -hmm. we could go up to a room, and I will talk to everybody. I'll go talk to the mayor. Don't matter. Talk to everybody. Hey, y'all. Mm -hmm. I'm here. What up? Mm -hmm. And my wife will sit there in the corner and just be on her phone. Mm -hmm. Not talk to nobody. Yeah. She's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're talking to her, yep. she knows she can talk to people. Yep. Let's just get that out of the way. Mm hmm but if you don't talk to her, she's perfectly fine. Yep. She's like, hmm, cool. Yep. About to play Diner Dash. <laughs> about to catch up on Instagram. All right. About to work. Mm -hmm. Do some stuff for the social media page. And done. I think a part of it is that we feel like, as an introverted person, you feel like people come talk to you. It can be like, Annoying at times, like why are you bothering be, yes, me? I noticed that. So I was like, we feel the same way. Like I don't want to go talk to that person because I'm gonna be an annoyance to them. Now, how much of and this is totally off topic. Yeah. But how much of that is like, do you feel like you get like, I guess. So for me, I'll, I'll put it this way. I've actually seen myself kind of shift mm -hmm. from like a total extrovert mm -hmm. to a introverted extrovert. Okay. It has happened because mm -hmm. I do not mind being around people. Okay. 
But there are certain people I can only be around <laughs> before I'm ready to just be like, all right, it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember the past few times I've had friends over, mm-hmm. whether we're doing something or all out or whatever, maybe. I might get a good, I don't know, 10 or... I might get a solid hour with you. Mm-hmm. Laughing, cackling, whatever, the whole night. Yep. But then, I'm going to just have that moment where I'll be like, well, my wife's here. She wide awake. Mm-hmm. I'm sleeping. <laughs> like, my battery's already on like 2%. <laughs> I'm, on some, I'm on some old school Android shit. Like, my battery's about to die very soon. Mm-hmm. And I just got saying, <laughs> poof, where did Rich go? I think he was to the bathroom. No, the toilet's not flushing. Yeah. Is he sleeping in the bathroom? Look in the bathroom, I'm not there. Where is he at? Yep. He's in the bed sleeping. Okay. <laughs> I'm that person. So now. you don't do the Martin Lawrence, throw everybody out the house? Get so, first off, <laughs> All right. disclaimer. Uh-huh. There's only certain people getting in my house. Okay. Then I think people you'll kick out. Yep. You can stay. Okay. There's an extra room. Mm-hmm. There's a couch or two. Mm-hmm. You can play with my dogs. Okay. You can even go make you some cereal at night. I mm-hmm. don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep. Okay. <laughs> you still here in the morning, we can have breakfast. Okay. <laughs> but if you happen to be gone by the time we get up, that's cool too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, those are the friends I hang out with. Okay, okay. So, I mean, be quite frank. Yep. It'd be the same thing for you. <laughs> if it's a certain time and I'm sleepy... Oh, Jay, man. Yeah. You my man. Yep. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the warning. <warranted. laughs> <laughs> Where Rich go? Yep. <laughs> Half y'all thought I was asleep. But anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just that type of thing. But just that whole energy thing is, is real. Like, mm-hmm. I've legit converted it to a... Uh, like an introvert or extrovert and mm-hmm. it's really weird so mm-hmm. um yeah but I think that's one of the cool things is you know you gotta understand that mm-hmm. about certain people you understand how they like being communicated to like yep. un- make them understand how you like to communicate mm-hmm. so they know when something's bugging you mm-hmm. to either keep away <laughs> I like that backpedal thing that's funny <laughs> Come on, we're not going to bug this guy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, or, you know, to just step in and be like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. I know there's some moments where it's like, not bug her. God damn. Mm-hmm. So, you just got to understand those moments to pick and choose. So, that's really that. Um, what else we got? I mean, we could go really on for hours about this, but, yeah. um, Especially, like, when it comes to, you know, again, just person, just being that strong person all the time. It gets old. Mm-hmm. And I actually sometimes wonder, like, all right, who's really going to be there for me when I go through some crap? Yep. And sometimes it's like a joke. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, for real. Mm-hmm. When I go through stuff, I'm a cancer. Mm-hmm. So cancers are known to be, like, you know, these. Very emotional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're just, like, always full of spirit mm-hmm. and bodily spleen. Uh-huh. But then when you go down, yeah. it's like a spiraling helicopter. Mm-hmm. Just pew. Mm-hmm. It's like that Red Bull, like, give you a real good high, and then you Gives just crash. You, <laughs> yeah. 
shit crash and burn. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of that whole deal. But, um, hmm, I think the key thing is, I think you noted this earlier, like way earlier, as far as, far as like looking at the different things they post on social media mm-hmm. and being cognizant of that. So, like, you ever had a friend that, like, posts a bunch of happy stuff? Just, like, all the time, like, God is blessing me, and I'm living my best life, and everything's golden, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 but then they post something real dark, Yeah, and you just be like... I don't know if it's that as dark. It's not dark. I got more people who, like, give, like, how you say, like, the high of, like, you know, God is blessing me, this is falling in place in my life, and then the next one is, like, some ratchet stuff. It's not that it's dark. It's that it's dark. But I've seen these things. Okay. My favorite example is people in relationships. Mm -hmm. When everything is good, they post it all on social media. It's pictures everywhere. Mm -hmm. But you know when they break up. Okay. You know what it is. Yeah. I'm out here doing me. Profile picture change. Ain't nobody gonna love me for me but me. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Usually change the hairstyle. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I changed my hairstyle. Okay. But, you know, I also had no idea what I was doing. Okay. I was just like, so I'm gonna grow my hair. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna see how it goes. <laughs> so I remember her best friend was like, dude, are you getting braids? Mm-hmm. That's so blah, blah, blah. So 2000. Yeah. And, <laughs> For five seconds, and I, I love her. I love Nicole. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. But at one point in time, like at that instant right there, I'm like, I was highly offended. Mm-hmm. It's like, you really think I'm going to get braids? First off, who the fuck you think you is? <laughs> I'm thinking to my head, I ain't say it out loud. Yeah. Because she was with her friends. Yeah. But uh, I'm like, I'm going to walk away. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. I stormed out. I didn't storm out. Oh, yeah, I yeah. went to the bathroom. Yeah. You know, so you got to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> went to the bathroom. And I'm looking in the mirror, I'm like, I would look completely stupid with braids. She really thought for one second I would get braids? So Tell me better than that. You never had them? No. No. I had them. Sixth grade. I had them for like two weeks. See, I tried to grow my hair to get braids in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. It did not work. It didn't even come close to what yeah. this is on my head now. Okay. It was just like, boy, quit playing. Okay. Just, uh, go sit your ass down. <laughs> you ain't really growing on here today. But, uh, but nah, I mean, that kind of just kind of threw me off. And it was like, all right, let me check myself real quick. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, again, at the end of the day, it's like, just got to understand, like, hey, Thing you do see drastic changes. Yeah. You you'll see uh, like again you see a very happy post, then you see them just I'll switch something up, mm-hmm. and then yeah, like prime example is when people uh follow Beyonce page too hard and they'd be like uh oh something wrong. Okay, she took a picture <laughs> with no ring on. Oh my god! Yeah, Auntie Yance and all of that. You hear that? The beehive coming. Let's stop talking about it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know, whenever there's something changing in paradise, the people just watching. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's I like to believe it's because they have something going on in their life mm-hmm. that they don't want to deal with face to face. Okay. 
So they go to social media for that alternate reality thing. Mm-hmm. So you go to see what else like, everybody else is going through, mm-hmm. which is really strange to me, but whatever. So, um, you know, I, I guess for me is, you know, especially any friends like that, I, it's kind of a natural jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see a friend of mine that may go from, like, here to, like, just post this random off the chart thing. Mm-hmm. I'll simply just text him like, hey, how's it going? Uh, everything's cool. I'm like, you sure? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Your Facebook status? <laughs> you just went there, and uh, I want to know why. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got me. It's like, yep, here we go. All right, <laughs> let me get the dump truck out, because you're about to dump. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know when they take that deep side, what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm about to tell you. Yeah. So... I mean, for all in all, I guess my biggest thing is, uh, my, my biggest takeaway from this whole thing is, at the end of the day, we all got that strong friend. Mm-hmm. This is a good time to just go hit him up and be like, hey, bestie, uh, what's going on? Yeah. I heard you're going through something. Yeah. Even if you're not, just want to let you know I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. And just kind of that reaffirmation that everything is cool and... Yeah. If you ever actually do feel like talking about it, I'm really here for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think all my good friends know that, even though we don't get to talk every single day. But, right. you know, yeah. that's my takeaway from it. What about you? <clears throat> I think, like, like the thing that I read about, like, Anthony Bourdain and, like, Kate Spade, the thing about them was that the people who had, like, the most up-to-date contact with them said that they were okay when they, like, talked to them. Mm. Like, did you, you had a chance to, like, read any articles about yeah. that? Yeah. And I actually had something I read for Anthony, but, I mean, you go ahead. It was it was crazy when I read that because it's like, it doesn't have, like, the depression and, and like, the, the like, the, the thinking of, like, you know, you, you there's no, there's no signs to tell us something is really wrong with someone, it seems like, like, they said that they talked to Kay Spade and she was planning like a vacation or a trip or something like that. And then like an hour later, that news had broke. Mm-hmm. Or an hour, be- hour before that, she was okay and then she committed suicide. And then the next day, then the stuff broke about it. So it's like, even even if someone does appear to be, I guess, themselves or how you know them to be, like we still have to like make that effort to check in on people who do appear to be strong and normal, you know? Mm. That's just that's just the way that like, I'll put that as like one of the last thoughts. It's like, even if someone appears to be normal, you still should check in on them. You know, so for me, it was a quote that Anthony put out. I'm trying to find this. I'm having the best luck in the world right now. <laughs> Always when you're looking for something. That you can't find it. And then when you don't absolutely need it, yeah. you find it. But this was, um, and I think I'll find it if I actually go through this guy, we'll go to his Instagram page. So Detroit Free Press had put out a quote by Anthony. You may have seen it, knowing you. I'm not but, sure I did. Well, watch, go find it. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Because <laughs> that's just how you roll. <laughs> I know you by now. I always say, know it first, and then after I know for sure, I say, yeah. There we go, I found it. Cool. See? Gotta go to social media. On the Detroit Free Press, they released a quote by Anthony. Saying there is, so it goes, 
that's a status symbol to say you're from Detroit and imply something. You come from a place where all this great music on all these great cars and all of these great cool things are from. I love to be able to say that I came from Detroit. That would be like the coolest thing I could ever say. <laughs> so shout out to Anthony and rest in peace to him. Yeah. But that just lets you know that he wanted to be from Detroit and I think it's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was my great takeaway from Anthony. Yeah. He did a lot of also some dope stuff too, but mm-hmm. um, these are just everyday people. Yeah. And like I said, right now is a good time to check in. So mm-hmm. if you got that one person you could text right now, I would definitely shoot that text and be like, hey, mm-hmm. how you doing? I'm going to send one tonight too. See, you know, I don't know who to send it to actually. Mm-hmm. But I have within like the past month just been like scrolling through my text log. Like mm-hmm. you, I remember you. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, I mean, this is a good time to check in with your friends. Plus, I swear to God, like, everybody in the world is talking about this recently, and I was just like, that's what we should talk about this week. It's mm-hmm. perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, mid, it's mid-year. Everybody's like, oh, here comes summer, yay. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, let's let's keep that in check real quick. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that is all I have. That's all we have for the our mental matter of the week. Um, As we move into... The shout outs. I understand that you want to go first because, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I already know what you want to talk about. So, the the shout out that I have for, for this week was a shout out to everyone who, uh, is one of my followers on Instagram because me and the wife were researching what type of dog that we want to get. We're getting for our a dog. Yeah. Yay. Not ASAP, but. End of the year, early next year. Oh, really? That's our timetable. You sure? So, yep. Oh, no, sure. no, man. We got some traveling stuff to go on. I already know, like, re- researching the dogs right now, I already know that, like, once we get the dog, I'm not going to want to leave with anybody else, probably. Really? So, like. like your kid? Exactly. Oh, boy. So, like, just just looking at the pictures, I'm just I'll like. I'll my rascals with anybody. We want to I'll get tonight. I don't have a dog, and I got a name picked out for it. So, it's that type of thing. Like, oh, um, boy. But yeah, so I just want to give a shout out to everyone who's been helpful with, you know, the character of the different dogs, the behaviors, like this dog drill too much, this one shed too much, you probably don't want this one because, you know. This too much. Yeah, that type of thing. So I appreciate all of that input. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's been helpful. So what's your, you got a top three yet? So we're going to go small first. Small? Yeah. Oh boy. So it's going to be, I think right now it's between... The, the Norfolk Terrier, the Pug, and uh, it's still back and forth between Beagle and Yorkie, I think. I'll tell you this. Yeah. I've got a Yorkie. i got two Yorkies. Uh-huh. One that thinks he's a cat. Okay. <laughs> How's that possible? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Uh-huh. And I have a Pug mix. Uh-huh. I've gotten comments that she's so ugly, she's cute. Uh-huh. I beg to differ because if you say my dog ugly, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> But they all, so it's just really weird how we got all three of them. Mm-hmm. Because the first one was just, uh, it was actually, we wanted a dog. Mm-hmm. And so we chose to get the first one, the Yerky. Mm-hmm. But the other two, so when we got the pug, the pug mix, yep. 
she was uh we adopted her mm-hmm. um from a shelter she's actually like uh a sh- i don't want to say a stray mm-hmm. but she was a dog basically from ohio okay and so but she happened to be in michigan mm-hmm. so that whole thing happened and then the third dog somebody it was a yorkie somebody thought it was our dog mm-hmm. And so I'm like, no, it's, that's not our dog. But, I mean, we can try to find an owner okay. and see what happens. And then what happened was mm-hmm. we just ended up keeping it because the dog was not Mickey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not named Mickey. <laughs> so now we just have three dogs. But I will say between, I'll say Yorkies are very, very loyal. Okay. Very loyal. Like, mm-hmm. of all the dogs, I think they're probably the most loyal dog. Okay. Um, and then Pugs are just... Greedy, just all get out. They want everything you have. So they said pugs are greedy. Pugs are greedy. Okay. They're loyal too. They under, they would like to like. They like to be under you. Well, I have to be under us a lot, but okay. which they all tend to do. But she does it the most. Okay. But she also really loves food. Like completely loves food. Okay. Like more than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she likes jerk chicken more than me. <laughs> But, Wait a minute, you fed the dog your chicken? No, <laughs> okay. but I guarantee if they had your chicken, uh-huh. she, you just growl at me every time I had some wings. Like, uh, uh. So, but yeah. So, That's cool. But yeah, I mean, if you ever need any doggy advice, let me know, because we've raised somewhat successfully three of them. <laughs> One of them knows where to go to the bathroom at all times. Okay. The other one just kind of follows and knows. All right, if they go in there, I should go there. <laughs> Sometimes hit and miss. Yeah. And then the third one, they kind of trained her at the mm-hmm. the uh, vet. So, yeah. you know, it just depends on where she feels like pooping, which is weird. Cool. Yeah, not cool. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, yeah. I would say I kind of gave my shout-outs earlier, but... Mm-hmm. Um, just shout out to everybody out here doing dope things in the community, yep. graduating, getting jobs. Mm-hmm. Shout out to one of my mentees that secured the bag for an internship. Cool. I'm excited about that. Actually mm-hmm. working for a contractor of the company I'm with, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And... Don't sound like they owe you, like, no, some lunch or something. Just paying for it. Okay. I okay. don't want anything but All right. That's my biggest thing. Uh, I apologize. No, 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 no. It was just something that was kind of passed up for my pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, he helped me pay off of, like a bounce to old university I used to go to, mm-hmm. and I was like, "How do I ever repay that?" He's like, "No, I just always have the mind to pass it for or pay it for it." So mm-hmm. I just always had that mentality: "Move fuck, I don't want anything from you. Mm-hmm. Just promise that when it's your time, yep. you'll pay it for it." Mm-hmm. And so that's always been my biggest thing. But you know, if you're gonna throw me some uh, some hot, some uh, fresh baked uh, chocolate chip cookies, you're cool too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so shout out to everybody doing dope things, dope things, things, both things, like things. <laughs> I love things. It's amazing. So um, the last thing is not really. Woo, Jesus. So two last things. <laughs> Uh, first, we go to the Instagram realm. Um, so, for the we're kind of behind because of some technical difficulties we've had, but we're working on those, I promise. But there were two questions I put out 
well, we put out in terms of our mental health. And one of them was how to handle stress under um, high stress situations under pressure. So, um, one person who commented was uh, Francine Juliet on Instagram, all one big old handle. Yep. And it said, Deep breaths. Also, I have to mentally establish if it will matter in two hours, two weeks, or two months. If not, get. It's not worth my stress. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, I also tend to think in possibilities. So I just think of any possible I could resolve it. Not so much the problem or cause cause the stress itself. Um, Another person said, take a deep breath and recall my most stressful experience. If I can survive that, then I can survive this. Mm -hmm. Then I get to work. Mm -hmm. I think those are both really dope. I, I chuckled a little bit because the last one reminded me <clears throat> of the joke where that guy was like, whenever I'm in a high-stress situation, whenever I feel like my back is against the wall, whenever I feel like I can't do something, whenever I feel down and out, like, I pull out my wallet, look at the wallet besides picking my wife, and I realize everything could be much worse. <laughs> or something like yeah, that. I can't, I can't that way. Yeah, that's funny. But, so he actually came through his DMs. Um, not even gonna say the name. Okay. I, I was just gonna change the name later. But uh, one comment was, if I'm going through it, um, <laughs> we'll say I'm one of the worst people to ask right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm going through it, but meditating and smoking is keeping me sane. <laughs> um, another person says, uh, like a true introvert, what I usually lessen my interactions with the outside world. I'll start reading more, also wind out and writing in my journal. Mm. On the flip side, I like to turn to sex with my lover more often. Don't judge me, though. Okay. <laughs> you go ahead, then. I ain't mad. Live your best life. Uh, who else dared to respond to the crazy? Um, well, I get to this other question. This was really cool, too. I don't want to just stay on one. The other one was, would you hold on to a grudge? Why or why not? And one of the most consistent things is, you know, either I don't like wasting energy, which is from underscore, it's me, Celeste underscore. And another person who said, it isn't healthy and it takes too much time off important things. Which, I mean, that's all pretty legit. Yeah, I agree with both of those. Kind of the same, kind of the same <laughs> thing, but... You could definitely be putting your energy towards most important things, mm-hmm. like what I'm going to eat for dinner or, <laughs> like, <laughs> tying my shoe or right. whatever it is because the crush is not worth my time. <laughs> like, push your tea and Drake's beef. So, yeah. um, like I just said, I was going to talk about it, and that was the only it. <laughs> so, um... I was surprised you didn't get one of those answers where they say, like, I always... What is, what is it? I'll forgive, but I won't forget, like that type of thing. You know, and I used to, I've never really been that person, Mm -hmm. because for me to full-fledged be over that grudge, Mm -hmm. I need to deep down just be like, you know what, because God loved everybody Mm -hmm. under the sun, I'm Mm -hmm. just going to forgive you and forget about it. I don't Mm -hmm. care. Like, that's just always me. Like, I get there's a lesson to be learned there, Yeah. but I always feel as if 
it's going to be handled. It's going to come back to you another way. Yeah. So whatever that thing is you did to me, I know it's going to come back full circle. Yeah. So not that I'm waiting on it, mm-hmm. but it's going to happen. I, you better than me. Like, uh, like it's, uh, it's, it's stuff that, like, <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that bad. It's just, like, I, I just won't forget, like, who you are and, like, how you irritated me, you know? Like, I always, like, like you know how, like, you could, like, flag post or you could, like, start, like, your emails? Like, that person has an asterisk, like, in my head, like, next to their ah, name. It's that type of thing. Like, I, feel that. I remember you and your energy at that point. I remember, like, you know, all the stuff you said. So, I'm not going to forget you. But I'm not going to put my energy towards you either. But it's just, like, if I'm scrolling or because you still follow me because you're crazy, you know, that type of thing. But, you know, if I see you somewhere because we may have, like, mutual people that we know. It's like, yeah, I remember you. And stay over there. You know what the funny thing about this is right now? Because you think I'm looking at your expression. I'm serious. I'm never fucking with you, bro. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Woo! Man. I'll keep you on my good side. I probably shouldn't even have said that. Oh, no, 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 no. That's a good thing. You saw my I'll facial expression. I'll take you around Oh, boy. Well, my eyebrows was raising. If there. you see Jarrell near me, <laughs> either we about to record, we hanging out, or you can piss me off. <laughs> so, it better not be that third one. Because he said he ain't going to forget, goddammit. Either my... <laughs> I'm going to be like, uh... I'm gonna be like uh, Kevin Hart in the movie with him and uh, the Rock. And the Rock. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like this. I'm probably shit this is. You are. You are the Rock, and I'm Kevin Hart today. But I'm not Kevin Hart yeah. because Kevin Hart messed up some things. Anyway, yeah. so um, that's really it from Instagram Streets. If you ever see one of our favorite beloved bustling of mine Wednesday posts. Please feel free to comment on and follow us on Instagram at Mental Matters Podcast or on Facebook. Just search Mental Matters Podcast Community or on Twitter at Mental Matters P. Mm-hmm. And if you ever feel like, hey, you know what? I can just email this and you can email us at Mental Matters Podcast at gmail.com. So to the last team and it is perfectly understandable. If you feel the way you feel and like you spilt it already, but I feel like you spilt that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll go first and let you think about it. Uh, one of my biggest pet peeves is when I got to spill this. People have jobs. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a job to do. Whether you're the mayor of Detroit, yep. you're a janitor, wherever you are. Everybody has a job. Uh-huh. There's a reason you got that job, and there's a reason people confide in you and pay you to do your job. Uh-huh. It's not a popularity contest. It's because we depend on you to do your job. Uh-huh. And one of the things I cannot stand, which is actually one of the things I actually went home and said earlier, I cannot stand when people don't want to do their job. Uh-huh. Cannot stand it. Uh-huh. Or when people choose to forget what their job is. Yeah. Like you said, they choose. They didn't really... But, yeah. like me personally, I learned from a previous supervisor of mine, mm-hmm. sometimes it's okay to remind them what their job is. You do the uh, corporate clapback? Like the email oh thing? Oh my God. Per our last conversation. Past previously discussed. <laughs> please see below our message <laughs> and discussion and let me know mm-hmm. if I forgot anything. 
Yep. Or I'll restate it mm-hmm. and say, let me know if I'm missing anything or if you can provide more clarity. Yep. Let me know if you disagree. And then you CC somebody that's over them. <laughs> let me know if you disagree. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I'll assume we're on the same page. All right. And if they don't reply this time, I get to do what the hell I want to do. <laughs> and I'm not going to say who. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to also end and say, just do your job. Mm-hmm. You get paid to do this job. Don't make me expose you to have to do your job. Because if I have to remind you how to do your job... Mm-hmm. More than once, probably don't want to do your job. Right. So if I need you to do your job, mm-hmm. for me it's like Nike, just do it. No if, ands, or buts. Mm-hmm. No matter how you feel, just do your job. Mm-hmm. Let the whole world like spin and rotate mm-hmm. on its flat axis, as uh, Kyrie Irving said, <laughs> and let's just all do our jobs. That's it. That's all I got. I'm done. <laughs> for my uh, spill it for this episode, I would just say, um, how do I want to word it? Don't be passive. That's what I wrote down. Mm. Me being the person, like, as we already said through the episode, like, I'm introverted. I don't really like being around people who I can't, like, get energy from or, you know, people I'm not comfortable with. I find myself always in a, in a, cause once again, I don't let like things bother me a lot. So part of me not letting things bother me is me, me just saying like, Hey, whatever, you know, that, that type of uh mindset. So I've been reading a lot of books lately. And one of the things they were saying was, you know, passive people are people who don't necessarily get the, don't get the, the goal or they don't get the, uh, the outcome that they expect most of the times because they're so passive. Mm. So me reading that, I identify with that like very much because I'm always just like, hey, like if it happens, it happens, that mm. type of thing. So, you know, in some situations I'm like that, some situations I'm not. Like when I was going on my wife, I'm like, this is marriage. Like, we're gonna, we're gonna do this thing. Like I was like very aggressive with it. Or like the same thing, like getting an engineering degree, I was aggressive with it. Like, oh, I failed that, I'm taking it again. Like, you're not gonna keep me out, you know. I, I gotta get my mom in this degree, you know. <laughs> this is what I owe. <laughs> I'm trying to move on with five. I'm so, trying to move on with down. So it was that type of thing. But it's just like if somebody was just like, Hey, um, I don't know, like, come come to the gym with me. I was like, mm, you know, if I get off working time, you know, I'll be there. If I got some clean, you know, Stay shorts or something. Yeah, that, that type of thing. You know, if it's something that's, like, not going to have, like, an outcome that's going to affect, like, how I live, I guess, it's, I'm kind of just, like, a little bit hands off with it. But just reading that, like, don't be passive. Passive people don't get the outcome that they hope to get. You know, that really stuck with me, and I've been thinking about that since I read it on Saturday. And mm. it's just like, don't be passive. Grab a bull by the horns, you know. Um, and one of the things that I'm learning, like, cause Richard, he don't know that I've been learning this from him, but like, he's the type of person where, like, he always says, like, if I can't figure it out, no, if I can't do it, I'm gonna find somebody else who could lead me to the answer that I need. Something like that you always say. Mm. I think you get the gist of it, but I get it. I've been, I've been learning that from you. So like on a different, like church communities I'm a part of, on different work things, like I'm more aggressive now because I've been hanging around rich. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, like I was at work today and like, we we're trying to figure out something. 
And I asked, I, I rung off like three questions in a row, and they were just like, like, where did this guy come from? <laughs> like, we're not used to this drill. <laughs> I'm like, why is this here? Who do we talk to to get this move? That's funny. Like, how come this is an issue right now? Like, how come we didn't know about, like, I'm, I was like that today. And, uh, yeah, I think that, you know, I'm learning from Rich, reading the books, just being a part of different um, event coordinate, coordination teams, I guess that's what I will call it. But just being around people, doing the things that need to be done, it's like helping me not to be passive and I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I think even my tone has changed. Wow. Yeah. Like, like with me? Yeah, like, I don't even... Good or bad thing. I don't, um... Like, I feel like I don't ask anymore. I'm more of a person that's, like... Like, I'm not gonna say I tell people, but it's just, it's just like, I don't have, like, the... Like, before I would have, like, the curiosity in my voice. Like, hey, is this... Uh, but now it's more like, hey, you know... That's a joke. It's, it's kind of... It's a difference now. I, I had to call it finding your own voice. Yeah. Within all the rumble in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 27, so it's never too late. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I can also say I, I, I've learned from you in a certain degree in terms of when to actually speak. Versus when to, <laughs> no, and this is real. Like, when to actually speak versus when to just shut up <laughs> and just let you make your mistake. So, like... Now, again, I'm still myself, mm-hmm. so I'm going to mm-hmm. just get it out there. But if I see that my speaking will have no change in this outcome, mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> I'm going to just let you deal with it, and you're going to deal with it on your own. That's I'm not, crazy. I'm not jumping down and shoot with you. That's exactly how I am. You believe in this? <laughs> That's cool. That's whatever. That's fine. This is nice. This is fine. That's exactly how I am. Fire everywhere. <laughs> the dog in the room. But, it, I mean, it's not just you I get that from, mm-hmm. but definitely hanging out with you more is definitely <laughs> that. And so, uh, I'm glad that we're able to bounce that back and forth, and I appreciate that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Like, that happened today. <laughs> Actually. So, I have this grand idea what it's going to make the workplace better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it sounds bad already. <laughs> they didn't agree. They're used to paper trails and printing stuff out and wasting all this paper and why they splee. And so, I let my boss say what she was thinking mm-hmm. to just continue to go this route. Yep. And she was like, yeah, do it that way. And I was just like, I could re-explain exactly what he just said. Mm -hmm. And if you don't see the benefit in the way your boss is saying it, Mm -hmm. who am I? I'm going to get... If you... You the same person always say, Mm -hmm. your boss... And it's kind of going back to my rant earlier, but... Same person that says, my boss... I'm not going to tell my boss what I ain't going to do. But you also just told your boss what you ain't going to do. Right. I was just sat there. It was just like, <laughs> "Well, Chip, what you <laughs> Chip Schmidt? Chip Schmidt? I mean, come on! It's gonna make it better. Come on! The fuck? Anyway, yeah. but with all that to say, I'm just trying to make my mom proud. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to let my wife down. Right. In that order. 
Mm-hmm. Kind of the wife first, though, but yeah. she good. I get what she's saying. But anyway, two hours later and some change. Mm-hmm. Almost two hours. I can say we finally got episode eight in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, been, it's been two weeks. We had to do the catch-up. We had to do the... That's why it was two hours long. Yeah. Even if it wasn't two hours long, go deal with it. Yep. And we still got 20 seconds left. So, anyway, mm-hmm. anything left for the people? Follow us on Instagram. We have the Gmail account, mentalmatterspodcast at gmail.com for all of your questions, all of your comments, all of your suggestions. Facebook. The post will be out every Wednesday, as Richard said. So That's it. Keep checking for us because we're going to keep delivering all of this good content to you all. And we got some special guests coming up. I'll keep saying that, but it's actually, we're actually finalizing some upcoming guests mm-hmm. who are way more experienced than us when it comes to uh, mental health and therapy and things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. And so we'll be getting some awesome opportunities to just sit down with good people and chat it up on the things that you guys even want to talk about. So mm-hmm. uh, we got topics, we got ideas, but again, reach out to us. We're open to whatever topic may be on your mental because, you know, mental matters are nothing but matters of the mental. So, yeah. um, and who best to hear them from than people like me and you. So yeah. for me, that's all I got. I will say that one of my quotes I put out this week was that sometimes when you want things to change, sometimes you should look at yourself first. So, yeah, it's not exactly that way, but you get what I'm saying. Yep, yep, yep. That's all I got. Nope. So, I love y'all. Stay up, stay 